Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you. We're back. Here we are again in the podcast studio. You and me, Lonnie and Dylan. The boys. I'm Dylan. You're Lonnie. Just for clarification. How you going? Mate, I'm really well. I've flown to be here today. You could say. <laughs> sure have, haven't you? Go back for your big old trip. Just I'd, for me. Just for you. If not for this podcast, I would never come back. You would have stayed in Melbourne. I would have had a good time. I, I saw our most recent guest, Cam, in person, in the flesh. I put a oh. I put a body to the voice. How was that? How weird. He dreamed of? He was great, though. But seeing somebody you'd, you'd interact with online for so long in person, different. What did you do? Had a coffee. I had a juice. You're not a coffee man, are you? Not a coffee man, no. You despise it, don't no. you? But, you can't you know, stand it. It's always good to meet a fan, so. Oh, <laughs> He told me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. When you, he was having his coffee like a sophisticated gentleman, you were sucking juice. Pleb. <laughs> Might have been nice tea, actually. I, I can't remember. It was fruity. No, good on you. Thanks. Good on you. What is this? Where are we? What are we doing? This is a podcast called I Miss You, Man. Uh, we're two brothers. <laughs> oh. In spirit. All right. <laughs> what a revelation. Oh, okay. All right. I had some questions for mum. I was about to ring her, but that's all right. Uh, take each other on a journey through <laughs> life, pop culture, and everything in between. Keep it together. Okay. You're a professional, I, I thought. I'm a damn professional. Uh, yes, basically one of us picks topic, other one comes along for the ride. Um, generally pop culture related, um, but this week I've got no idea. You asked me a weird question to start off with. You asked me to look and think about some unproven theories. I don't really know if you mean like fan theories about pop culture, if you mean scientific theories, or just theories about how the world works in general. I'm looking forward to understanding what's happening here, Dylan. Well, it's more about how the world works. I mean, I'll I'll tell you about the one that's gotten this this topic off in racing in my mind. All right. So as I say in off pod, I had a different subject in mind for today, but I fell into a little rabbit hole during my breaks at work and watched this video from a big YouTuber. It's called Vsauce. And the title of the video was Is Your Red My Red? Wow. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know the concept, and I've watched a few Vsauce in my time, and they're always pretty fun. I've mm. quite interesting. But is it, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll say what I think 
I think I know what you mean in terms of is the colour that I see and associate with red the same colour that you can see? And how can we ever know? Is that the, that the general concept? Basically, basically yeah, because mm. colour technically isn't a real thing. It's something we perceive. Mm. They're irises. That's right. Brains and, are weird. And, Brains and, are weird. And some animals have different ways of viewing. They have different eyes and they have different wavelengths. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Absolutely. And when you think about it, how do we, how do we learn what colours are? Basically comes down to someone pointed at a colour one day and told you that's that's blue right there. <laughs> and it could be green, but you're like, okay, that's blue. I believe you. We're all going along It's a it. whole fucking... Well, it's a whole human race through history of just bloody <laughs> telephone, mate. Well, and the fact that some people are colourblind and so they do see things differently, that, that raises questions, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But this comes down to basically... Can people perceive colours differently and have no hindrance to how they operate mm. in what we perceive mm. as colours in okay. the world? It's very it, odd, isn't it? It's hard to describe a colour without just saying that's what it is. <laughs> it's impossible, yeah. actually, yeah, if well, you indeed. think about it. Indeed, yeah. Like, what's blue look like, Lonnie? Tell me what blue looks like. Well, I would go to something like the ocean or the sky, but they are that colour... Is because we, that's blue. Yes, blue is the shirt you're wearing right now, Dylan. So, is it though? I think you're making me. I think it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> but are you seeing red? But do you think red's blue? It's madness. Yeah, we. But we all agree on it, though, don't we? As a society, we do, and that's what's keeping us from crumbling. I think. <laughs> I we all agree on what colours are. Yeah, and that's how we'll operate. We're not going to question it too much. Mm. Um, but then you think about um, there's this other video on there. I think it's, I think it's called Tommy Edison. Believe no relation. And um, <laughs> he's like someone who's been blind from birth. Okay. And he's talking about colors and how he just has no fathomable concept. Yeah. How could he? About what colours are. Yeah, I know. He knows mm. from, like, context that the ocean's mm. blue mm. and the sky's blue. And he's just like, that blows my mind. How can they be the same thing? Mm. It's odd, isn't it, when you think about it? That is bizarre. And he's like, people People have tried to describe colours to me, but it don't make sense. Like, they say, like, blue mm. is, like, cool mm. and red is hot. It's like, what is that? I don't understand what you mean makes no sense you can't even fathom it it's madness well yeah it, it always comes back to we associate those things with blue because we know that's what blue is it's the circle it's a snake eating its own tail isn't it you can't sure describe is, it without saying sure is. it is it is what it is yeah what what if what if i was blind from birth Lonnie? can you describe what a color is to me what's yellow describe yellow I'd say brightness, the sun, light. I'll tell you what, I know how to describe colours to a blind person. Mm. People say it's impossible because our language just isn't there, that we can't describe what colours mm. are. Here's me, though. I'm about okay. to describe a colour to a blind okay. person. What do you see right now? Pretend you're blind, Lonnie. What do you see? I see nothing. All right, that's black. We got one. Okay. What do you see right now? That's black. Yeah. 
That's a color. You got it. Now, what's the opposite of that? White. There we go. Now we've got both bookends. Filling in the rest is easy. I don't have to, and I won't. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I've, I've heard people talk about what blind people quote-unquote see, and it's more, not, not so much they see black, it's more they see nothing. Um, and the, the comparison that, that I saw on Reddit, who knows if it's actually accurate, but they said, what do you see from your elbow? Well, nothing. So it's the same same concept. But that is almost um, is as confusing or breaks my brain in the same way as how do you describe colours without saying what the colour is. Absolutely. Mm. You know what? Would, here's a question. Here's a little side note. You're blind, right? Would you rather be blind from birth or blinded like at 20 years old? It's interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen the show called You Can't Ask That on the ABC. Have you come across that one, Bill? No, never heard of it. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's a documentary series and they, they get people um, from different groups and they've got user-submitted questions or you know viewer-submitted questions and generally they, they run the gamut of questions you'd always want to ask somebody or like really offensive questions or you know that's what you, you can't ask that is the is the title and they get to talk mm. about it about their lived experience and i watched one and it was about blind people and i think they're people from from either either way people who are born blind or people who um, acquire blindness throughout their life and yeah i, I don't think there'd be any good way but i just remember one of them was a lawyer, and he was born, he was born blind, and he didn't have any other concept of knowing his life, and he was able to to raise children and to live a full and happy life and have a successful legal career um, without that. So, like that, he was just he was able to adapt. As I guess what I'm saying in in a in a sighted world, I think it would be tougher to have sight and then lose it. Um, is it yeah, that that's harder to adapt to as opposed to growing up with the disability? Um, but from what I've learning, Dylan, in our almost thirty years of existence, humans are very adaptable. We can we can adapt to pretty much anything given the right opportunity and access to help. Um, but yeah, I I think it'd be it'd be tougher, way tougher to have sight and then lose it. What about you? I agree. Yeah. No, I'd rather, I'd rather be born blind. You wouldn't know any different. Mm. You'd think that's just how the world is. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what the guy on this on this um, documentary series was saying. Um, and he didn't see it as a disability because that was just his life. Yeah, yeah it's life. It's mm. how it is. Yeah, mm. exactly. Agreed. Weird to I'd think, much rather that. Weird to think for him, though, that that is his experience in his life and there's a whole whole world that he, he doesn't get to, or anyone, not this just guy in particular, but... That is something that you can lose. And same with hearing and other disabilities, I suppose. But yeah, strange to think absolutely. about. We're think, absolutely. But do you think we, as like the human race, hmm. are all handicapped in some way? Like, do you think aliens just look at us and they're like, they don't have snision, <laughs> where you can like see sounds or hear smells? Well, that, like, that's so weird. I don't, I don't know about that one in particular. But um, that's what I mentioned, that like the animals who have the ability to see ultraviolet light, like that is something that we don't have with our 
primitive eyes. Um, mm. It is very possible that there are aliens out there who have different, have evolved differently and they have different um, abilities in that sense. It's also that weird concept of like, we live in a three-dimensional world, but there could be people, or, you know, organisms, creatures that live in like a 4D or a 5D world. And 10D? Up to how many Ds you want, Dylan? <laughs> All right. But we've got no concept of being able to understand that. And they they probably, to us, can't understand how that could happen. Isn't that weird? It's very strange, isn't it? I was thinking as well, what if our, like, preferences, like, each individual preferences for, like, colour combinations, what mm. looks good, mm. who looks good in what colours, you know? What if, like, math actually are correct answers like factually correct answers <laughs> that they're only perceived to be different opinions because we all see the colors differently but in fact yeah. we actually all prefer the same combination of colors right what if all our favorite colors is the same color <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know what I'm saying? i know what you mean so like you wouldn't necessarily put like orange and green together in my view but something like a, what are some colors that go well together, complement each other? Red and green. Red and green. It's classic. Yeah. Christmas. So yeah, it's, yeah. Red, white, and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're saying to someone else that is, it all works out. No matter what you see, it all sort of figures out because it's maths. Well, we all have our preferences. I'm just saying, what if there is factually correct, like factually mm. correct, best combination of colors, let's say, is red and green. Mm. But the people who don't like red and green, they prefer like blue and pink or whatever. But they actually do also like red and green. <laughs> it's just their blue and <laughs> yeah. their red and green is their blue and pink. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I see where you come from. It's possible. I think you're getting into the realm of is free will a concept here, Dylan? Oh, <laughs> wasn't even well, trying to brush that. But here we go. If you're yeah. saying that there are some color combinations that are like factually mathematically correct then we don't have any say over whether we like it it's just the way the world is doing i'm just saying that could be a possibility it's just we all think our opinions mm. our opinions but when in actuality they're actually facts it's just we perceive our opinions differently we're we're conditioned to believe certain things i think and not necessarily in like a sure that the government is controlled what you think, but Ooh. more like you're raised in a certain environment, you know? What do you think of the government? Do you think of CIA doing this? <laughs> well, I mean, wouldn't put it past them, would you? Cheeky buggers. They, they've done some stuff. They get up to some mischief, I tell you. I put it lightly, Don. To put it lightly, I think they've done some Oof. mischievous acts in their, in their time. Yeah, I agree. Allegedly. I mean, other cheeky buggers. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's all in the water. Who knows? Can I tell you one of my unproven theories? Yeah, go on. I go haven't nuts. done any research into this, Dylan. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. And I, I don't want to. Yeah. But Fair I was enough. I was on a plane today, and they're always telling you to put your phone on airplane mode, right? While it's flying. I sure do. I'm thinking, 
is my little phone being on and receiving texts and going on the internet and stuff, is that really going to affect a plane? And maybe it is, but really, you know? Why else would they ask you, though? What, what do you think the benefit is to you switching to airplane mode? On I'm, airplane? I'm, I'm thinking it's better safe than sorry, and I'm all for that. But I'm kind of thinking, surely we're, we're all past this now, and surely like the new phones and stuff are better. Maybe the old ones. But you ones. think this is just uh, just the whim of maybe the Wright brothers who invented planes originally? I think it's, just it's, like it's customary. Little yeah. radio waves? No, no. No, no. no. Not up there. Fuck the wings. We don't know. <laughs> I think it's like tradition, and that's all fine. And, and it is. If it's safe, better safe <laughs> than sorry. It's <laughs> not fucking thorns at Christmas, mate. <laughs> Well, do you think it's too hard to make people change now? They just if they if they if they flipped and flopped, if they flipped back and they're like, "Oh no, you can't use the phone," and they'd like actually change it back to, "Oh no, you can't." People would believe them, would they? So I think they got to stay, stay firm. They, if they said they... no once, they got to keep saying no forever. Yeah, well, why wouldn't they just say no once? Why would they flip flop back? What would be the reason to flop back? Oh, if there's a, if there's a good reason to flop back later, they can't because they've already flipped once. Is my concern. Second, so perhaps. Right. Okay. So, do you think that this is all a whim, and nobody knows for sure if they'll interfere with the plane? Yeah. And then one day, there's like, no, we'll take a punt. Everyone, <laughs> go nuts on your phone. Play some words with friends. Yeah. If they, if go that, crazy. If that's bad. Send messages. Yeah. And then a plane crashes. And it's like, oopsie. Actually, go back to airplane mode if you don't mind. You think people will be like, no. Come on. Well, if there was a if there was a proven accident, maybe people wouldn't be that concerned. I don't know. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm just thinking, Dylan, big plane, little mean, little phone. You know, is it that bad? Yeah, but it's sick. I, th- I think the th- I think the issue is that like, you know, if it was only just you, yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Maybe it's everybody. But they can't just give you the permission. They'd have to give the whole plane permission. And when uh, they give a whole plane permission, then that's the issue. That's the issue. So are we saying there can't be a rule just for me in this scenario? I mean, I'd allow it, but I, I don't run the world yet. Yeah, okay. Well, when, when you're in charge. Thing. Okay. So from then on, the rule will be... You got to keep your your phone on plane mode, except for Lonnie, and that every plane yeah, says that. For from now on, every every flight attendant has that rule. 
Yeah, they have to announce that over the loudspeaker. <laughs> Phone's in airplane mode. Except Lonnie. He's alright, isn't he? Hey? <laughs> and then I'm on the plane, everyone groans. I'm there using my phone, shoving their face. You, you got me on loudspeaker. <laughs> just walking up and down the aisle, <laughs> chatting. Um, for the record, I, I do recommend you listen to the um, the captain of the flight and the flight attendants and everybody. Do as you say. And I'm, I'm never the one to break the rules, but every time I go on plane mode, I'm like, am I doing this for any good reason? I think you are. Okay. If it's just to keep the to social order, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Were you an anarchist? No, a never. Secret anarchist? Never. Okay. I believe you. Oh, yeah. yeah. All it takes is one bad day, as the Joker says. <laughs> You're one bad day away from being a joker, are you? Joker of our society. Everybody is. A bloody madman. I don't think you're capable. The challenge. I think if you turned in the joker, the worst thing you'd do is just cut in line at the (laughs) supermarket. Have I I got the full makeup on and everything? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's your definition of chaos. You just you just cut your line whenever you want. (laughs) Laughing. That's you watching the world burn. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. No, good stuff. You said you, you had multiple ones, didn't you? What else have you got? Well, I didn't know what other theories you had. Do you have any others you want to this, talk about? Or was that bad? No, I, I was just wanted to talk about the color theory. All right. I'll my mind. So we're on, we're on well, your time, mate. I've got another theory, Dylan, for you. Yeah. I feel like tap dancing could be quite easy to do. <laughs> How hard is it? <laughs> I mean... I'm with you, I think. It's just, just don't trip, bro, and you'll be fine. Surely it's easy, right? You just like, you put the little... It's just heel, foot, heel, foot, heel, foot, right? Over and over in a fucking random rhythm, it seems like. Surely. Yeah. (laughs) Like piano, I can bang keys. (laughs) I've said this before, tongue-in-cheek, on my other podcast with with Sinead, with... um... I like your movies. I don't respect them. I do respect them. It's very tough. And obviously, all dancing, you can say that about anything, as you say. You can, piano is just banging some keys, or doing the tango is just running around a, a, a dance floor. But just think about tap dancing. Does When they do it, it looks like they're just like heel-toeing it. And, oh, okay, cool. Great. With, with no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Seems like you just need the right shoes. <laughs> I think the shoes is the main issue. Get the shoes on. If you go. You're good. That's seventy five percent of the work, I'd say. <laughs> Putting the shoes on. <laughs> one day we'll get it we'll be cancelled for that one, Dylan. We get moderately famous. We'll get some tap dancing guild come come for us. And they'll make yeah. us do like a YouTube video where we try and tap dance and we, we shit at it and then we'll um never live it down. Look at us. Trivializing a talent. Like it's nothing. No, good luck to them though. They are they are really good, talented people. Yeah. Your opinion. I've got one more, Dylan. Hang on. It's kind of half been proven last week. I don't know if you're across this, but last week. Kind of, kind of, Dylan. It was there was an expose, and I, I can't recall what website it was, but I will put a, a link in our show notes for this. It's about Rotten Tomatoes. Wall Street Journal. Rotten Tomatoes, Dylan. You know those that little website, don't you? 
a devious bunch. I sure do. Yeah. Um, apparently, some production companies and distributors out there game the system. They ask for good reviews to try and pump up their scores. <laughs> I thought this. I thought everyone knew this already. I thought this was. Just I mean, fact. it's not not a huge shock. Um, but they've got some people on record. When every Marvel about show it. is rated like ninety plus <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, you mean you're not going to figure out something sus at that point? Come yeah. On. Well, this one is more about um, the more indie side of things, where basically they're trying to inflate their score so they get distribution deals. You know, because uh, something that they boost to a you know forty six on Rotten Tomatoes, is someone going to take a punt on that? Up. If it gets yeah. up to seventy. And and in this article, Bill, and the the reviews are being bought for for fifty bucks. They were not getting. <laughs> there wasn't a huge outlay from the production company. I mean, look if you're if you're like a top rated critic or whatever they take into account on yeah. the critic scoreboard, and you do what fifty reviews, fifty bucks, it adds up. Sure, sure does. I think this what do is... you have to do? Like write five words. <laughs> I think there's going to be more than that, but fairly easy for 50 bucks. A paragraph? Yeah. Paragraph. Um, and it was kind of more more the mid-range low-level guys who just have websites and blogs and stuff um, and, and swaying them. And I think that calls into question the importance of Rotten Tomatoes, which I think if you separate the issue about, you know, an indie movie getting some good reviews for 50 bucks, I mean, the big companies send prize packs or like, you know, packs to get people excited and screeners out. They, they, they try and game the system too, don't they? So let's face it. Um, but I think the idea that, like, you can summarise a movie into a score, like, maybe a movie is really, is like, has some really bad things in it or some flawed aspects, but also has some interesting aspects and that's not covered by a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a, you know, if it gets over fifty percent or over sixty percent, it's a good movie. All of a sudden, like that's just that's a dumbed down way of looking at the world. I think. I agree. I agree. Seek out your own opinion by watching the damned thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You should you try and engage with the artwork um, on its own terms too. Remember, I, I got into a internet debate, Dylan. About a movie okay. called uh, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Who'd you get into a debate with? You found someone in the comments. It's, it's the comments. It was. I think it was like this local radio station here in Brisbane. Um, they had like a radio, like a film um, review segment they did every week, or like a show. And I followed them on Facebook, and I I got mad at them in the comments, and I yeah unfollowed them because of this but what they were saying was that this film got bad reviews and so people shouldn't go to it and they should trust the reviewers and and it's actually by not trusting the early reviews the general public have failed and if they're just going to make more because you've got to see it right and you basically should trust the reviewers and I, I get that from a certain degree right but also i was like what if people read the review and said it was bad but they still want to go along to it themselves to engage with it to see if they liked it or see if they agreed with the bad review. You know? Yeah. What'd they say? No. We got in a big bit of a back and forth about it, I think. I can't remember. I remember my point being good and I, I think I didn't, <laughs> didn't really listen after that. 
I remember I was right and they were wrong. That's all I remember. Yeah. They might record differently. There you go. <laughs> but what do you think about that? Do you think like like the how in terms of the media ecosystem, if a film gets bad reviews, does that mean we shouldn't bother watching it or, or do you agree with me, basically, that you should at least be able to give it a chance without saying that, you know, you're no. you're coming against the grain or whatever. I'm never one to be swayed by reviews. Hmm. You know, I like movies that are perceived as bad, and I dislike movies that are perceived as good. You know, yeah. Tenant, I think, is hot garbage. Everyone loves that movie, though. I think it's awful. I'm with you, Dylan. It's confusing. It's badly paced. The sound is fucked. I don't know who did the sound <laughs> mixing in that movie, but I could not hear half the words. Yeah. And I was in Dolby Atmos, right? That's oh, yeah. like the pinnacle of sound. Terrible movie. Book, on the other hand, I think that's rotten. On Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Not on. Amazing it's album, movie. really. Yeah, so I think there are some problems with how Rotten Tomatoes is, is used, but... Also, like, it's hard not to ignore it, but as a, as a, you know, film lover, you should try to ignore it, I think. It's good if a film gets good reviews, but also don't base your whole life on that, right? I like reading reviews after I see something. Same. Just to see if there's, like, points, like, that I didn't see or that I could look at differently when people point them out. Yeah, but well, someone's just like, movie's bad because it's bad, I'm just like, oh, all right. It's well, your opinion, I guess. But that we've read some really opinion. great reviews for like the Christina Chronicles that have um given new depth or have just been good writing in and of themselves in response to a piece of art, and that that is what criticism should be for, right? Not just like, giving it a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and then compiling all those scores into a one to one hundred score. That that's silly. Agreed. As a we'll snapshot, though, it's alright. Every right, month. On the Christina Chronicles, <laughs> everyone. There you go. No, we differ. We differ opinions. You like that darn cat. The worst movie she's made so far. I thought it was fun. Factually, the worst movie. <laughs> Terrible. No. no, well, I think the, the viewers, the listeners, should engage with that darn cat and, and see how I'm right. Don't, don't just blindly listen to this old fella over here. It's me. <laughs> nah, good on you. Good on you. There you go. Well, that'll do, I reckon. Sure. A little chat. Sure. Got some theories about the world. About society. That's what we do here. We have deep conversations. Things get real on occasion. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to seek out the V-Source video, Dylan, and I'll, I'll link it below in our show notes too for everybody. Please don't. Please don't. Absolutely. Give it a watch. It's fascinating. Is is that you'll get amongst it this week, or have you got something else too for us to get amongst? No, no, no. Tekken. Tekken. <laughs> the game. Tekken. Tekken the, the game. game series. The game series. Okay. That movie sucks, man. That has nothing to do with the games. I don't know why you'd like that movie. No, it's alright. <laughs> I still like it, eh? That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've been getting into... It's actually... Uh, apparently it's Tekken, not Tekken. Oh, right. Apparently. Tekken. Okay. That's what we say down here in Australia, though, isn't it? But, yeah. We're wrong. No. Sorry. No, I still... I think Tekken sounds better, though, doesn't it? Mm. 
just fun. It's just good fighting games. It's got some. Um, <laughs> it's getting a bit complicated. I'm on to number five now, yeah. and uh, there used to be like ten moves. For, like my main character yeah. in the first game, he's got like 130 now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Second four. It's just fun, you know. It's got a fun cast of characters too. You got like uh, a leopard head wrestler mm. called King, and he's got like a a heel villain in the first one called Armor King, who's just him, <laughs> but he's got a bit more armor on him. Nice. <laughs> and they got like this big rivalry, but then they have like the deepest story in the whole game. So like normal King, not Arm King, normal King, he runs like this orphanage. And that's why he's entering the first King of Iron Fist tournaments mm-hmm. to get money for his orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, and Armor King just hates him because he like ruined his career by embarrassing him. Um, but then he loses to him in the Tekken tournament, and then they become like mates in Tekken two. And then I think King loses funding for his orphanage, and he gets like becomes like an old drunk, and Armor King like pulls him out of it. Oh god! Yeah, and then and then the original King dies in between two and three. And one of the orphans becomes the new king to take up the mantle in his honour. And then the old armour king changes the new king in in original king's honour. And that's just like one. That's one story. And there's like 50 million others going on in the background. Because there's like a billion characters. So It's like surprisingly deep. Is it like a a PG Mortal Kombat sort of thing then? No, it's still... Rated M. Rated M. Kicking okay. each other in the face. There's a bit of blood. But it's not like demons and stuff like can be getting. Well, there is devils. Okay. There is angels. All right. Well, left hand corrected. There is, there is like ancient warrior gods that are called ogres. And there's, I think there's vampires at some point. I think. Wow. It gets weird. I always thought that like Mortal Kombat was more like 18 plus and this is a bit more kid friendly. It it's not as violent. Sure. Okay. But. It's got some crazy thieves. Dark and deep. There you go. Sure can. Well, I reckon get amongst the Tekkens. They're kind of hard to get amongst because I had to buy like a, a PS3 because that plays PS1 games, PS2 games, PS3 games. They're all scattered across all those different systems. But if you can, it's fun. You're dedicated, aren't you? <laughs> I like them. It's fun. It's good stuff. Uh, the life of a bachelor over here. Hello. Come on. No, Where can they find us, Lonnie? We're on the socials. Uh, we're still on Twitter slash X for the time being. I think it's um, just X now. I think everything says X.com. Call it X. I'm, I'm going down with the ship, Twitter, okay? <laughs> uh, we're on Facey and Insta um, when we get around to posting on there. We can do better than that, but we. someone's been away on a plane doing shit. He's been busy. He's been busy. He's been busy. Other guys have been thinking about colours nonstop. Someone's been entering one more. <laughs> um, I hope you've had something um, interesting to take from this podcast. I think it was an interesting one, Dylan. Making me think a lot. Oh, that's good. We thank Mark the Man uh, for our theme song. Um, and I think, Dylan, we're back next week. Back every week. Every week. We've never missed a week. We never will. Absolutely. We never will. We will thank the listeners for listening. Love you guys. Everybody. Love all three of you. 
all three of you who are Dylan's relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Good on them, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, thank you for being here, Dylan. I'm going to say I miss you, man. Well, I miss you, man. For sure. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.